Blog Talk Radio. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Islam for Mankind. Uh, this is your host for today. Imam Saad Slawi, calling you live from the city of St. Petersburg. I'm the Imam of the Islamic Society of Pinellas County. It's a pleasure being with you one more time, discussing matters of religion and matters of importance. I start by saying, Inna alhamdulillah, ahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nasta'adih. ونعوذ بالله تبارك وتعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله تعالى فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار اللهم أجرنا من النار Our dear listeners, it's a pleasure to be with you one more time and I'd like to uh, speak to you today about a, an important matter uh, the, uh, uh, a matter that pertains to all of us, you know, believers, non-believers, Muslims, non-Muslims, uh, uh, especially that we uh, we saw we saw what happened in the city of New York these unfortunate events, and we saw what happened uh, before that in the city of Las Vegas. It just seems like uh, we we live in a time of trials and tribulations time in which uh, violence has become uh, an everyday thing almost became normal to people people see in the news and they have that uh, oh well kind of attitude a time where uh, human decency has uh, disappeared or disappeared very quickly except for a few exceptions a time where uh, you cannot turn on the news without really getting upset about what you see. Uh, I think they should call them you know, the, the news medias, you know, for example, the, the, the big channels, CNN, Fox, and all of those. Uh, without you know, you, they should ask them. They should uh, actually name them the bad news. You know, you turn on the TV, someone asks you, "Well, what are you doing?" Uh, I'm 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 gonna watch the bad news because there are no good news anymore. Uh, this is a time of confusion, a time uh, that uh, our Prophet, peace be upon him, Prophet Muhammad, described clearly in uh, in a few hadith. There's a hadith of Abu Hurairah that's uh, pretty famous. I'll quote it in Arabic, then I'll translate it. قَالَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ بَادِرُوا بِالْأَعْمَالِ فِتَنَا تَقِطَعِ الْلِذِي الْمُظْلِمِ يُصْبِحُ الرَّجُلُ مُؤْمِنًا ويمسي كافرا ويمسي مؤمنا ويصفح كافرا يبيع أحدهم دينه بعرض من الدنيا في رواية فتن كقطع الليل المظلم يصبح الحليم فيها حيوانا الحديث الحديث في أبو هريرة مسلم The Prophet said be prompt be quick in doing good deeds 
do as many good deeds as you can as quickly as possible before you are overtaken by trials and tribulations, which will be like a part of the dark night, dark trials and tribulations, dark, subhanAllah, look at that, like as a part of a dark night. A man would be a believer in the morning and turn to disbelief in the evening. Or he would be a believer in the evening and turn into a disbeliever in the morning. And he would sell his faith for worldly goods. We see that clearly. The Messenger of Allah, we see that clearly. Hadith Abu Hurairah, Qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyati ala nasi sanawatun khadda'at. يصدق فيها الكاذب ويكذب فيها الصادق ويؤتمن فيها الخائن ويخون فيها الأمين وينطق فيها الرويبضة قيل يا رسول الله وما الرويبضة قال الرجل التافه ينطق في أمر العام This hadith of Abu Huraira was collected by Ibn Majah Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him said there will be They'll come to the people years of treachery when the liars will be regarded as the honest ones and the honest man will be regarded as a liar. The traitor will be regarded as a faithful and the faithful will be uh, will be regarded as a traitor. And the Ruwaybiba will decide matters. He will speak. He will have the right to speak. He said, it was said, somebody asked, who, who is the Ruwaybida? The Sahaba, the companions, were not familiar with this particular term, this word, this vocabulary. What is a Ruwaybida? He said, vile and base men who will be in control of the affairs of the people. SubhanAllah. Uh, yeah, as if the messenger... Allah was with us and, and seeing the, the situation. I will translate, inshallah ta'ala, for our Hispanic audience, para nuestros amigos que en español, que placer estar con ustedes otra vez. Uh, este es otro programa semanal de, que se llama Islam por la Humanidad. Y uh, es, es un, un gusto y un placer y un honor estar con ustedes otra vez. Vivimos en un tiempo de pruebas y tribulaciones. Y ustedes han visto lo que ha pasado en Nueva York hace, hace casi dos días. Y claro, lo que pasó antes en la ciudad de Las Vegas. Es, es un tiempo que, este tiempo de, en, cual, en el cual vivimos, es un tiempo de violencia. Uh, la, la violencia se, se ha convertido en algo cotidiano, casi normal para la gente. Lo ven en las noticias, ¿eh? Están es, tienen, tienen esta actitud de, bueno, bueno, ok, normal, como si fuera algo normal. Y estoy aquí para decirle que no, la violencia no es algo normal y nunca podrá ser algo normal. Vivimos en un, un momento en el cual la decencia uh, de la gente ha, ha desaparecido. O bien, 
está desapareciéndose, a la excepción de él, eh, bueno, hay, hay excepciones, pero un tiempo de que uno no puede escuchar las noticias sin enojarse, sin uh, uh, estar infeliz, uh, algo es algo increíble, uh, deberían cambiar el nombre para malas noticias. Uno, uno bien aprende la televisión, te preguntan, pero qué es, qué, es, ¿qué es lo que está haciendo? Yo me gustaría echar, mirar a las malas noticias. Eso es lo que deberíamos hacer. Un tiempo de, de confusión, como fue descrito en muchos detalles en el hadith del profeta Muhammad, que la paz de Dios sea con él. Un hadith que fue recogido por Muslim bajo la autoridad de Abu Huraira. El profeta Muhammad, que la paz de Dios sea con él, dijo, sé prudente o bien que tengan una un rapidez hacer las buenas obras que lo hagan lo más pronto posible antes que le superen las uh, uh, pruebas y las tribulaciones que serían que van a ser como una parte de la noche oscura un hombre sería creyente en la mañana y se volverá incrédulo en la noche o bien sería un creyente en la noche ese volviera incrédulo por la mañana y vendría a vender su fe por, por uh, bienes mundanos uh, los bienes del mundo algo que, que da miedo que da mucho mucho miedo so basically uh, Uh, of course, it is important for us to, to speak about current events and examine from uh, uh, an Islamic point of view uh, and, and uh, analyze from an Islamic point of view what, what is going on. It is, uh, it is important, and I hope that our dear listeners, our dear uh, audience uh, is with me. Uh, we should do that. So let's examine, let's look at this uh, uh, from the Islamic point of view. Uh, what, is the, what is the true and honest and real stand that Islam has on violence in general, about terrorizing people in general? Is it permissible or is it haram? Haram in Arabic means not permissible. It is, a, is, it, is it a part of the teachings of Islam, like the media like to portray Or is it not? So what is the real story? First of all, we have to stop here for a second and uh, convey our deepest condolences and sympathies to the people in New York that were affected by yet another uh, uh, act of, of craziness, uh, another crime against humanity, another act of violence uh, that took place the other day. Uh, our condolences and our sympathies and we're with you and our thoughts and our prayers 
anyone that uh, lost a loved one, we pray for them that that they have patience and perseverance through this uh, this uh, difficult difficult time. Uh, but uh, we have to we have to go back and and, and, and think about this again and say uh, every single time something like that happens. Uh, it's not the person. It's not the person that is being blamed. The person who is, uh, what should we call them, insane, crazy enough to to go out and and harm people and take lives. Instead of blaming him, our an entire religion is being blamed, and then all of a sudden you have all over all the news outlets. You have what do you have? Two words. Together, uh, two words: Muslim or Islamic terrorism, uh, which personally I call an oxymoron, because as we will see, uh, the the two don't go together. They don't go together in, in in one sentence. So we need to find out that what does Islam really say about harming people, about putting fear in the hearts of people, about murdering people senselessly without just cause uh, we have to go back and, and remember and, and addressing our non-muslim audience right now it is this is one of the, the one of the islam is one of the major three divine religions of the world whether you like it or not when you, when i say divine what does that mean it means that it's inspired by Huh? Who is divine? We call him Allah. Some people call him God. People that speak Spanish call him Dios. The French call him Dieu. And so on and so forth. But we are referring to the creator of the heavens and the earth. The almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And yes, the, uh, I said the creator and the sustainer of the heavens and the earth. He is not the destroyer. He is the creator. And there's a big difference there. A difference that we will examine in a minute, inshallah, after I will translate. Entonces, importante para nosotros hablar sobre los acontecimientos actuales y examinarlos desde un, de un punto de vista islámico necesitamos examinar lo que el islam realmente dice al respecto uh, de la violencia cuál es la posición verdadera honesta y real que el islam tiene sobre la violencia en general sobre este fenómeno de hoy el fenómeno de aterrorizar a la gente en general ¿Sería permisible en Islam eso? O bien es haram, no permisible. Es, ¿Sería parte de, la, de las enseñanzas de, de esta religión, del Islam? Como la gente de, de los medios, de las noticias, le gusta mucho retratar. ¿O no? No es así, no es el caso. ¿Cuál es? Uh, ¿Cuál es la verdad? Antes que nada, me gustaría transmitir 
mi, uh, profund, mis profundas condolencias y simpatías a la gente de Nueva York que han sufrido otra vez de un otro crimen contra la humanidad y nuestras simpatías y oraciones están con, con todos ellos pero como saben ustedes y como se dan cuenta es que cada, cada vez que hay eh, algo uh, similar pasa un, un incidente similar eh, un ataque similar en cualquier lado del mundo la, lo, los medios claro que eh, empiezan, empiezan a, a a, a utilizar esta combinación esta para, combinación de palabras que a todos los musulmanes uh, odian uh, y odian escuchar ni ver las dos palabras que dicen uh, el, el, el terrorismo islámico y como voy a explicar después es, 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 es dos, estas dos palabras no no pueden sobre no, no pueden estar en, en un, una, una frase porque son uh, no son uh, no, no, nunca podrían ser similares entonces qué dice realmente el islam sobre perjudicar a las personas poner miedo en los corazones de, de, de la gente matar a la gente sin sentido y sin causa justa ¿qué dice el Islam? antes que de, de hablar de eso uh, hay que recordarse que Islam es una de las de las tres religiones divinas principales del mundo y cuando digo divinas digo divinas Significa inspiradas por Dios, el Todopoderoso, el Creador de los cielos y la tierra. Y sí, eh, por supuesto que sí, dije Creador de, y, y el Sustentador de los cielos y la tierra, y no dije el Destructor, dice el, dije el Creador. Una diferencia bien grande que vamos a examinar un poquito más uh, después uh, cuando lo voy a hacer en, en inglés y regreso al español. So just based on that particular attribute uh, that I just spoke about, what, is, what attribute is that? The creator and the sustainer of the heavens and the earth. Let's talk about that particular attribute uh, that Allah, the Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth has Let us think logically. Is it the one whose attribute is the creator going? Is, is he going to command the ones that believe in him and follow his commands, follow his orders, follow his commandments, uh, the ones that worship him to be destroyers? Logically. He's the creator and the sustainer of all life. Okay? So life is his creation. Is he going to command the ones that believe in him and worship him to be destroyers of life, destroyers of properties, 
destroyers of the environment? And the answer is obviously not. Yaqulullahu Azza wa Jal. ذَلِكَ اللَّهُ رَبُّكُمْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ خَالِقُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ فَاعْبُدُوهُ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَكِيلٌ Allah says, Surah Al-Anam, chapter number 6, ayah number 102, Such is Allah, your Lord. There is no deity but He, the Creator of everything, to worship him huh? and he's all he's in charge of all things he's the creator the sustainer and he's in the one in charge of this universe creen en él, los que lo adoran, que sean 
que se devuelven a destru destructores, destructores de vida, destructores de propiedad, destructores de, de esto, el, lo, del ambiente, del ambiente. Y la respuesta es obviamente no, no puede ser. Por eso Allah nos dijo en el Corán, tal es Allah, su, su Señor, no hay deidad sino Él, el Creador de todo, así que adóralo y Él está a cargo de todas las cosas. Eso es Surat al-Anam, que es capítulo número 6, el versículo, uh, Ayas 102, y también nos dice en, la, en Surat Fatir, Surat Fatir, Fatir que significa el Creador que es la sura número 35, el ayat 3, dice, oh gente, recuerdan los favores de Allah, los favores que Allah tiene sobre ustedes, vosotros. Hay un creador además que Allah, que de los cielos y la tierra no hay vida sino Él, de donde, de donde está rechazado. ¿Dónde puede ir? Porque el dominio, el universo, le pertenece a él. So, there's, there's a good reason that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed us in his book, the Quran, that, and through uh, his messenger, that he has many names and attributes. And I'll tell you why in a second. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَادْعُوهُ بِهَا وَذَرُوا الَّذِينَ يُلْحِدُونَ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ سَيُجْزَوْنَ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ To Allah belonged beautiful names and attributes. So call upon him using them and leave alone the ones that violate the sanctity of his names. They shall be rewarded for what they or recompensed or punished for what they did. This is Surah Al-Araf, chapter 7, ayah number 180. So what are the reasons that the Almighty informed us that he has beautiful names and attributes is the fact that he wants his servants to imitate him in their limited mortal uh, abilities and capabilities, in uh, some of those names and attributes, he informed us that he is Al-Kareem, the most generous, so that we can be generous with each other and give charity and share. He informed us that he is the most merciful, Al-Rahim, so that we actually would show mercy uh, in, to each other. We show mercy in the way that we deal with each other. We show compassion in the way that we deal with each other. He informed us that he is the most wise, Al-Hakim, so that we can use wisdom in dealing with each other. He informed us that he is the most knowledgeable, Al-Alim, so that we can seek knowledge and get away from ignorance. He informed us that he is the creator, al-Khaliq, so that we can be creative in the things that we put together, the 
benefit the others. He informed us that he is the most fair. And he's not an oppressor. So that we are fair and just with each other. أخرج مسلم في صحيحه عن أبي ذر قال صلى الله عليه وسلم This is a, a long hadith that uh, let me look at the time uh, that we have left uh, this show basically was only 45 minutes and only have 12, 12 minutes what I'll do inshallah ta'ala I'll go through this hadith translate it and maybe we'll tackle the explanation next week inshallah ta'ala if Allah ta'ala allows us and makes it possible for us uh, the Prophet Sallallahu said that Allah the Almighty Subhanahu wa Taala said, "This is a divine hadith, my servant. I have made oppression unlawful for myself, and made it unlawful for you. So do not commit, do not commit oppression against one another. My servants, all of you, are liable to fall in error, to make mistakes, to sin." Except the ones who I guide to the right path. Or let's say the, the more correct translation here is my servants, all of you are misguided except for the ones that I guide. So seek my guidance and I will, should, and I will, uh, and I shall uh, guide you. My servants, all of you are hungry, are needy, uh, except for the ones that I feed. So ask me to feed you, and I will, and I will feed you. My servants, all of you, are without any clothes except the ones that I provide garments for. So ask me to clothe you, and I will clothe you. My servants, you commit errors and sins uh, during the day and at night, uh, and I'm the one that forgives all the sins so ask me to forgive you and I will forgive you my servants you can neither you will never be able to harm me nor will you be able uh, or nor will you ever be able to to uh, to benefit me uh, this is and I would like to stop here uh, this is something that all of us have to really understand. That none of us, uh, by uh, our disbelief, will harm Allah, the Creator of the heavens and the earth. Or if we are the best believer on the on the face of the earth, that will not will not benefit Him one bit. It will not would not benefit. Uh, that's why He said that. Subhanallah. It's, uh, you will never get to a level where you are able to harm me, nor will you be ever be able to to benefit me. Subhanallah. Then he goes on to say, if my my servants, if the first one and the last one of you and all of human beings and jinn were on the heart of the most pious of all of you that will not add to my dominion one bit 
uh, the dominion of Allah, the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is solid, strong, does not need anything. Our obedience, our piety will not add anything to it. Then he goes on to say, Ya ibadi, law anna awalakum wa akhirakum, my servants, if the first one of you, the last one of you, your human beings, the jinn, they were all on the heart of the most wicked one of you that will not decrease from my kingdom, from my dominion, one bit. Then he goes on to say, Ya ibadi, my servants, if the first one of you and the last one of you and the human beings and jinn, they all stood up in one one area and they all asked me to give them what everything that they need. And I give each one of them what they need that will not decrease from what I have, it will only decrease from what I have like a needle if you put it in the ocean. So need be put, imagine you put a needle in the ocean, see how much it takes away from, from the ocean. That's how much it will take away from uh, the dominion and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. Then he goes on to say, Yeah, ibadi. These are only your deeds that I keep account of. Then I will reward you or punish you accordingly. So whoever finds that which is good, let him praise Allah, let him be thankful to Allah, say Alhamdulillah. And whoever finds otherwise, let him blame only himself. SubhanAllah. Tremendous hadith. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to understand and comprehend. Let me translate inshallah ta'ala. Let me look at the time. First we have six minutes. Let me translate. We go from there inshallah ta'ala. Bueno, para nuestros amigos que hablan español, uh, hay una buena razón. And hay bien buenas razones en plural por las cuales Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nos informó en su libro sagrado, el Corán, y a través de su mensajero, paz de Dios sea con él, sobre uh, sus nombres y que Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tiene nombres y atributos, y tiene muchos. Nos informó de nuevo 99, pero, pero tienen muchos más. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dijo y Allah y a Allah pertenecen los más bellos nombres y atributos así que hay que invocarlo usándolas usando, usándolos estos nombres y atributos y hay que dejar solos lo que violan la santidad de esos nombres pensados por ley, por lo que uh, hicieron en, en su vida. Entonces, una de estas razones es el hecho que Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, el Todopoderoso, quiere que sus siervos uh, lo imiten en sus habilidades y capacidades limitadas en estos no, nombres y atributos. Por ejemplo, él nos informó que él es el más generoso, el Kerim. 
para que podamos ser generosos entre nosotros y dar caridad y compartir. Él nos informó que es el que es el Rahman, el Rahim, el misericordioso, para que podamos mostrar misericordia y compasión entre nosotros. Él nos informó que es el más sabio, el Hakim, para que podamos usar sabiduría en nuestros tratos con los demás. Él nos informó que es el mayor en conocimiento, el Alim, para que podamos buscar el conocimiento y alejarnos de la ignorancia. Él nos informó que es el creador, el Jalef, para que podamos ser creativos en las cosas que, que hacemos, que construimos, que para, para beneficiar a los demás. Y él nos informó que él es el más justo y que no es un opresor, para que seamos justos en, uh, en nuestro, nuestras relaciones con los demás. Bueno, eso es un ejemplo, porque hay muchos, muchos nombres y atributos y hay, claro que hay muchos ejemplos. Pero le voy a hablar primero de este, uh, de este hadith que han escuchado en inglés. Voy a tratar de, de traducirlo. Uh, es un hadith de Abu Dar, Abu Dar al-Ghisari. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nos dijo, mis siervos, es un hadith divino este, mis siervos hice la opresión ilegal, haram, para, para mí mismo y haram ilegal para ustedes así que no se no no se ofendan unos contra otros que no com, 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 no cometan la uh, opresión con, contra uh, uh, otros mis siervos ustedes son uh, susceptibles y uh, equi equivocados, excepto a quien yo voy a guiar al camino recto. Así que busquen que yo yo lo guíe y lo voy lo voy a lo voy a guiar al camino recto. Bueno, si sí, me van a perdonar a nuestros mis, mis amigos mis queridos oyentes que hablan español, porque el sistema me está diciendo que tengo 90 segundos para acabar. Entonces, inshallah, ta'ala, Dios, Dios mediante, vamos a tratar de acabar este hadith la semana que viene. Uh, inshallah, ta'ala, so I'll leave you with, with a few thoughts, inshallah, ta'ala. I want you to understand what, where I'm getting at. I'm trying to establish, uh, first of all, what is the divine teaching in general, uh, Uh, when it comes to violence, then I will talk about the Islamic perspective to explain to you that violence is something that is absolutely categorically forbidden in our religion, in this beautiful religion of Islam. And it's punishable 
in this religion. The ones that, and as I will go through the different uh, ayat and hadith, you will see clearly that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has warned the people that commit violence in any way, shape, or form, any kind of violence, that they will be punished for their crimes. It is a crime in Islam. So let us uh, always stay together, all of us, non-Muslims and none, every denomination, every religion to fight against violence. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.